What's up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast. So, uh, first of all, how y'all doing? How y'all doing out there? I know it's something that I don't really ask you all, but, you know, I'll probably try to get into a habit of asking you all that. How y'all doing? At least ask y'all on the podcast, because I know I ask people on social media all the time, and in uh, real life, offline. Um, but how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Me, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. Maybe it's because of all this damn junk food I just ate, or, you know, maybe it's just me processing, um, throughout the days, uh, Kobe and the eight other lives lost in said crash, uh, tragic crash. This episode will be based off of just the coverage of that and just people's perception and and just that incident. Um, The majority of this episode is going to be on that, not necessarily the crash or conspiracy theories, this, that, and the third. Because let me tell y'all right now, I'm not interested in listening to what the fuck y'all got to say, what you think happened or blah, say blah, y'all can, whatever conspiracy theories you have. Based off of all this, keep that shit to yourself. Keep that shit on the side of YouTube that I don't want to see. Do not suggest videos to me. In fact, anybody uh, listening to this right now, you link articles and videos to me wherever you're getting blocked. Simple as that. You're getting blocked. I don't want to see none of that shit. I don't care to hear none of that shit. You know, I'm always open to learning new things, new information. When people jump in my mentions or DM me articles and videos to check out. But this is not one of those situations. So I'm li- I'm giving y'all a warning right now. If you are listening to this and, you, and you're just on this, oh, you know, this is what happened or this is what really happened, even though you wasn't there to see what really happened. But you listen to some douchebag on YouTube, uh, just create some shit for views, whatever the case may be, whatever they think really happened. And then you just regurgitate what they said. I do not want to hear it. I do not care to read it. So with that being said, I do feel as though that I need to give all nine lives, um, all nine lives. Yes. A proper uh, bear, uh, rest in peace. I know I gave them a rest in peace, um, last week, but I want to give them a proper rest in peace by saying their name. And I know that they're currently resting in peace. I know all nine lives, all nine beautiful lives lost in that crash. Um, you know, I just want to send more positive and good vibes their way. Um, and how I feel as though I need to do that is by acknowledging all their names. So once again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryant. Rest in peace to Sarah Pay- uh, Sarah Chester. I am Peyton Chester. Hopefully I didn't mess up um, names or mispronounce names. That's on list. Rest in peace to John Altobelli, K. 
Carrie Altabelli and Alyssa Altabelli. Rest in peace to Christina Mosser. And rest in peace to Ara Zaboyan. Once again, if I messed up on names, I apologize, but I felt the need to give everybody a proper, just a prop, proper rest in peace. Um, the show will continue on to the next topic at hand, so stay tuned. All right, next topic here, death to white media. Yep, this is a movement that I want to start. Um, whether I get credit for the movement or not, I mean, just let just know that uh, I I am going to take credit for starting it. But if I get the credit for it, I don't care. Um, but I do want to see this. move. This is a movement I want to see um, go down, honestly. Now, I'm not saying I'm not. Let me just preface it before anybody gets all. Um, Take shit out of contents. I am not inciting violence toward white media outlets or white-owned media outlets. I am not saying someone could go should go visit, um, you know, Fox Studios or somewhere else and blow the shit up or shoot it up. Nah. What I mean by death to white media outlets is um, stop fucking with them. Stop giving them your views. Stop giving them your 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 clicks. Start stop giving them your time and your energy. Focus on black media outlets only. And this is for the black folks who are continuously <clears throat> expecting these outlets to. Treat us with respect. And not, you know, throw dirt on our name. Let me take a sip of water real quick. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all are aware of the backlash many of these outlets, many of these feminist or just outlets in general um have have been under because of <clears throat> their coverage of Kobe Bryant um whether it be coverage of his family's reactions whether it be coverage of just a lot of shit actually and now like i stated before this is going to be primarily based on the incident that happened last Sunday. Um, but trust and believe this isn't just because of I didn't like how they covered the 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 story. Um, I didn't like how Vanessa Bryant found out about her the death of her daughter and husband. Um, but because. Of other things I've seen that just straight up disgust me. Um, you know, when you have these young activists, right? 
um, who are either a part of the climate change, uh, you know, anti-climate change movement, um, whatever the case that that movement is called. And you have black activists a part of that movement, young black activists, a part of that movement who are just as important, probably even more important. If you, if you really look at behind the scenes about what they're doing, if you really, but you got to check out what they're doing, but they're just as important as the other young, uh, teen activists, uh, in their peer group who are alongside with them fighting the good fight. And then you got motherfucking outlets that claim to be progressive, like now this cropping out a black uh, activist and making the movement and basically whitewashing the entire movement. Now this claims to be so progressive, so against black, so against the, the discrimination of black people, so against the silencing of black voices. But one of your bullshit journalists, you claim that, oh, we, we train our journalists to be sensitive to these kind of things. But then it happened. These are not the type of mess ups, media mess ups that just all happen out of accident. I don't believe that shit to be uh, an accident. What they did was they saw that black girl and they uh, they they said, "Well, we're we only care uh, we only talk about black lives when they're being shot by the police officer." Now this is a platform, in my opinion, of course, that only talks about black folks. I only want to talk about black folks when it's black misery. So they can get their clicks and all that other stuff. When they want to praise somebody. You know the Greta Thorn, uh, Thornburgs. They obviously going to cover her. The other white European teens out there. So this death to white media. And now this is white owned. It's a white media outlet. But this death to white media is not just me saying, man, I don't like how y'all covered Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant was a hero of mine and fuck you all and fuck all y'all and fuck Fox, fuck CNN, fuck it. It ain't, it, that ain't my biggest problem. Did I like the coverage? No, but that was not my biggest issue. The way TMZ came out about it and all that, that was not my biggest issue. My biggest issue has to do with the silencing of black voices, with the we only care about black lives when they die so we can get clicks off of it. So we can get the emotions and, and, and uh, you know, emotions, you know, that drive into clicks to our articles, to our videos. I don't fuck with that. I also don't fuck with outlets that purposely ignore other issues plaguing black folks. But it's not sexy enough or when when I mean by it's not sexy enough to them, it's not sad enough.
Why the only times these outlets want to big up black folks for doing something is when they're backing a politician like Hillary Clinton. Or they're of that Democratic Party in general, but they're they're the part of the Democratic Party that is all about the corruption and the misleading and the exploitation of black voters. The side of the Democratic Party that is not about accountability at all. It's all about pointing fingers at the Green Party and telling you why Donald Trump is a bad man and why you shouldn't vote for them, but not giving you reasons as to why you should vote for them instead of not voting for uh, the bad guy. Why, if they lose the election again, blame the Green Party. Blame these candidates of the Green Party. You know, the white media, man, is just like, and again, I'm not saying all of this out of surprise. I'm not saying this out of, wow, guys, over the weekend, let me tell you what I heard about the white. Let me tell you what I just learned these past couple of days. This is shit I've been new. But there was no other topics I wanted to talk about. So I was like, you know what? Let me talk about my feelings on the white media and why I want to start the movement Death to White Media. Because if you're out here really thinking that the white media is going to point you, your black ass, in the most positive light that you know you are, or paint you, paint you in the way that you know you are, you're tripping. You're delusional. You could be a couple other things, but I'm going to chill. Because I don't want to insult you too much. Because maybe you just really think that these outlets give a fuck about you. But they don't. You don't know how many white celebs are. And people only point out uh, Harvey Weinstein. They always say, well, Harvey Weinstein, he's getting, he's getting his death dues right now. There's always one white guy they point to. And I think they're doing it because Harvey Weinstein's an ugly ass motherfucker, to be real with y'all. And nobody, you know, nobody was looking at Harvey Weinstein and saying, you know, as they the same way they're looking, they they look at a David Bowie, the same way they look at these other white folks that are accused of some sexual crimes or whatever. No one's looking at Harvey Weinstein as a set symbol, basically. So it was easy for them to make him their sacrificial lamb of, hey, look, we're not just chastising black folks, Harvey Weinstein. It's because that nigga's ugly. No one's looking at him as a set symbol. And in fact, when you think about it, who, other than the people in the industry, Nobody was looking at Harvey Weinstein and saying, I'm a super fan of him or a stan of his. Like David Bowie has stands, like Roethlisberger, like 
other white men accused of shit. So, white media, y'all know what the fuck y'all doing. Now, in regards, because I'm pretty sure somebody listening to it is going to be like, they want to know my thoughts on that whole, that lady who who said the Los Angeles niggers or nakers. In my honest, in, in my honest opinion, I think she did fuck up. I don't mean I don't think this bitch is actually a racist. I don't mean I don't think this woman actually, uh, you know, doesn't think Kobe and other black athletes are some niggers. I don't think that doesn't mean I don't think that she doesn't look at the players who play for the Los Angeles Lakers and think they are the Los Angeles niggers. But I heard Nakers. Now, her excuse was she confused the Knicks and the Lakers. People are saying, you knew what the fuck you said because you paused before then. I think she paused because she was about to say Knicks. But then she knew she, I mean, she was on live television, yo. You know what I'm saying? So it's like even the best of the best who are on live television fuck up. Because you have no chances to fuck up. Live television is this. You fuck up, you got to keep going. It's not pre-taped shit. Like with this podcast, it's not live. If I was to do this live and I fuck up and I mispronounce something, I have to go with the flow, of course. But right now, you don't know how many takes I've... I'm going to tell you right now, it's only one take. But I could have easily fucked up and mispronounced a bunch of shit. Could have had a hundred takes before you listen to this final take. Uh, which it will be uploaded on Monday. So you're hearing this on a Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. But things that are pre-taped is different from live. I'm not saying because she was live, she was more prone to fuck up because she's a professional. I'm not. She was reading off a teleprompter. I do not read off a teleprompter or a script. All this is co- is just m- coming from my mind. That's why you hear me um a lot and pause a lot. So, as I pause again to think of my next point because I don't have it written down. <laughs> um, and said, um, I'm not going to. Now, anyone want to get on her? Because I am for the death of white media movement. Get on her. I'm not coming to this girl's or this woman's defense. Because she gave me the vibe that she's someone who would throw black men under the bus. Because that's what white feminists do. That's what white feminism is is all about, really. Uh, my girl Erica Lachey put it really beautiful, eloquently, actually. Feminism is literally just another form of white supremacy. Mm. Powerful as fuck. That's how I see it. People can 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 talk about, well, it's all about women's equal rights then. I I've I've seen women talk about womanism 
as opposed to feminism. And I could get down with womanism. I think that's what the term was. But it wasn't feminism, right? The founder of feminism was a wild racist bitch, yo. Like you... <laughs> man, you know, and people get on me because it's like, yo, these... These founders of whatever, you know, Walt Disney being a wild racist bitch. Uh, I believe her name was Margaret. Uh, is it Margaret Sanger? The 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 starter of the feminist movement. So it's like these people are wild racist. I don't give a fuck what the yeah yeah shit changes throughout the years. I understand people change, and I'm not saying every single person who considers themselves a feminist is a wild racist bitch. No, but you got to understand. If you're going to attach your name to something, a movement, you got to know the entire history. You can't do what Bible thumpers do and take the pieces of the Bible that you want to live by or you think other people should live by and then the rest of the Bible you just ignore and act as if though it, it, it's it's not in the Bible. You can't be that way if you're a wild feminist, right? You can't be like, I, these are the parts of feminism or being a feminist that I want and all the rest of the shit, I'm just going to act like it doesn't exist. You can't do that. If you're going to give yourself a title, this is why you don't really hear me giving myself titles unless it's a title that I know that I'm willing to bear the full totality of what that title means. Why you think I always call my down uh, one of them few titles, very few titles you hear me often call myself is pro-black. Why? Because every single meaning of what it means to be pro-black, I am for. I am willing to take on what every single meaning of pro-blackness is. Real pro-blackness, not that fake shit they want you to believe. Not the faux blackness, where it's you can't hold black folks accountable for their fuck-ups. You can't say shit to black women. You can't say shit to gay black folks when they're fucking up. Not that shit. I'm talking about the real meaning of pro-blackness. Where everybody is treated equally, everyone is loved, but everyone is also ac held accountable for their fuck-ups. So, I know I kind of went all over, I, I kind of got off the uh, the railroad of white media, but I don't know what else to say other than fuck them. <laughs> let's, let's pay attention to black media outlets, people. Let's do this. Why are we... Let, and I, I don't want to ask why, because I know what the why is. It's this whole white acceptance bullshit that I never really... Uh, vibe within the first place so i understand that not a lot of people are going to under not a lot of people are going to you know understand why they're doing it i'm not saying that i agree with it because i absolutely don't but i know why people stress these white media outlets i know why people stress these white music awards like the grammys 
And since we're on to that, death to the Grammys too. Why the fuck y'all care about uh, these fools that constantly, Tyler, Tyler the Creator, he, he, he was happy for his Grammy, but disappointed that he was put in a rap category because his music wasn't rap. And he felt as though there was some racial uh, bias uh, behind it because he he put he's a black man and he put out an album and a Grammys was like oh you're black then it was a rap album. Igor, we're talking about and anybody who listened to Igor can clearly hear that it was not a rap album. You want to know my thoughts about that? Go in the description box below. Check out the My Two Cents podcast. And you will find the Igor review on that podcast. But I can tell you right now, without giving my full thoughts away from that album, that is not a rap album. So it had no business to be in the category of best hip-hop album, best rap album of the year, whatever the case may be. I did not watch the Grammys this year. Just because Tyler does rap and he is black does not make him does not mean that he he always puts out rap music or rap albums and it doesn't mean that Igor was a rap album that's my little quick thoughts on that as far as my thoughts once again on the white media outlets uh I don't think I'm not naive enough to think that uh you know I'm hopeful that People are going to listen to this and they're going to have second thoughts and support more black podcasters, support more uh, black media news outlets and support more. And I'm not talking about the hellacious ones. All, all people always, well, you know, celebs don't support them because they every time they, they, they talk shit about them, they always bring up the shade room. They bring up, uh, what's that other one? Um... Uh, Bossip, um, even though Bossip is like 50-50, sometimes Bossip posts some um, positive things and sometimes they don't. Shade Room and stuff like that. And I understand there's a specific uh, field in black media outlets. White media outlets have that shit too, but it's not as, you know, one, it's not, it's not as popular as or known as the black ones. Because, um, to be real with y'all, they're not funny like the black ones. The black ones could be really disrespectful and funny. I will admit that. But also, um, of course, when they're talking about the white media, they're not going to paint it as something negative. When you talk about black media, they're going to paint it as something negative. So you're going to hear about uh, the shade room and media takeout all the time. Because they want you to constantly tune into that negativity. They want you to think negative about the black lives that they're talking about. Black lives in general and just black uh, media outlets. And if you want the, the positive stuff, you want the, the, the beautiful stories... Go check out these white media outlets where we crop out black faces who are a part of important social justice movements. Where we name 
one white girl who is brave enough to challenge Donald Trump. She has a team of other teenagers from all different creeds and 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 and, and nationalities and and all that. But let's make her the face of this movement. She could be getting her talking points from one of the black kids that is a, that's alongside with her. She could be getting her knowledge from it, but let's make her the face. Overall, I'm just tired of how the the white media portrays everything and everybody. Black folks especially. Now the thing about it is I know people are also going to want me to get into the whole Kobe situation and and well, what do you think about the accusations? And I'm going to say this. One accusation 23 years ago and you never heard anything else ever again after that if we're really going to judge people based on their past and I, I don't know who this woman named this black woman but I was uh, 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 I might actually play her clip actually you know what I'm saying now that I I got my laptop right here, um, right next to me. But this is going to be um, on the fly. Like I said, y'all, I don't script this shit. <laughs> now, as I pass the time, I ask you once again, how you doing? How you doing? You doing well? I'm doing well. Again, I, I'm feeling good. I know this is a... I'm feeling good, and I, I, I honestly did not, not that I didn't want to. Why do? Why am I forgetting my pocket? I mean, my password. It's it's really hard for me to talk and put in my password, so I had to stay silent for a second. Anyway, um, like I said, from Sunday, um, y'all know how my Sunday went. Um, and then Monday, I just didn't want to do anything. And then it took me a couple of days and I wrote an article, which will be linked in the description box below. Um, but I finally got to writing about Kobe and um, I, I really like what I wrote. I'm really satisfied with it. It took me, well, it takes me hours to write and perfect a lot of shit, but I, I I really enjoyed what I wrote. Um so I would really appreciate it if you all would go and check that out. I I was about to say if this video got taken down, I'm slapping the sh out of somebody. Um uh, it's hold on. All right. So uh 
Once again, video, I, again, I don't know who this queen is, but if you do know who she is, because they don't even got her name tag on there. Uh, she's on, this is the Daily Blast Live, and wow, she got suspended for that? Talk about live, people. I'm finding this out live. It says, Daily Blast Live, reporter suspended for Kobe post. If she got suspended for what the fuck she said, if this does not tell you white media outlets do not give a fuck about black lives, oh my God, I'm getting heated now. All right, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the video and then I'm going to just rant. Self. And she said that in the Washington Post, she released an article a couple of years ago detailing her experience. So as a journalist, which is not what we do, we are a talk show with opinion. And I was a journalist ten years, for 10 years, 10 years prior to that taking this to job. Said. So as a journalist, it's our job to objectively report the news. I know that that would be tough if you're someone who survived sexual assault. But when I'm looking at the story, she didn't give the story any context. And she got upset that she was being attacked on Twitter for tweeting a link that basically was condemning Kobe's character and accusing him of rape. But I think her job as a journalist was to put that in context. You have the responsibility and you need to have the journalistic acumen to write the full story. Go to the Washington Post and say, this man is a nuanced character. This man has a detailed, layered history that we need to discuss. But don't just tweet that out and be the political reporter for the Washington Post and tweet that and leave it there. Because you're leaving yourself open to the attacks that you're now receiving. And so whether or not she should be fired, you know, I think that she should be put on leave like she was. I think it's inappropriate because we're in a time where we don't know what journalism is, is anymore. We have our president that attacks journalists. We have TMZ that broke the news to Vanessa Bryant that her husband passed away. You know, what are we doing now that we need to look at ourselves, people who call themselves journalists? We have journalists attacking a seven-year-old child, which is Blue Ivy, and we look at them calling out her characteristics. We need to do better altogether as journalists. And I look at this woman and I say it was your responsibility just to do better and give it more time than two hours after the man passes away to say what you think about him if it's negative. And, you know, don't hide behind somebody else's article. I, I stand behind a journalist named Jillian Sheldon. She sat at that Kobe trial for six weeks. She followed it in Colorado, in and out, stayed there, interviewed all the lawyers, interviewed the woman who was accusing him. And she said, how can we use someone's worst day on this earth as a referendum in the, on their character in totality? And we can't because just like Kobe, we all have flaws and we're all layered individuals. And we've seen this story time and time again, too many times when it's a black man and a white woman that's an accuser, when that's the story and it goes down and he just goes and gets convicted by the public jury. And we've seen the story too many times where women who are who have been sexually assaulted cannot give their voice to the public and give are not given the space they need to share their story. So this is a complicated thing to talk about, but I really think that as a journalist, if you're going to take that name and that stance and that dignity of a position, you should probably do it properly and just try to tell the complicated story with as much care as possible. And that goes for everybody involved in this Kobe situation. Woo! I love watching this video, man. Um, once again, shout out to that queen. Um, I calmed down a little because they were talking about the journalist who, one of them white bitches, really, to be honest with you, um, who posted a link about, you know, Kobe and the, the whole accusations and all that other stuff from 23 years ago, once again. Um, and, you know, this journalist was, was basically posted that because she, um, Wanted to throw dirt in, on Kobe's name. So I think that journalist got suspended. That woman got suspended for it. Not the woman we were just listening to. Well, hopefully 
we as in you and me were just listening to because I heard her. Hopefully you heard her too. Um, but yeah, she wasn't suspended, thankfully, because I was about to go ooh off if they suspended her for what she just did. But exactly, but even if they didn't suspend her, everything she said, especially about the uh how the media and journalists in general how a black man is convicted, uh, not even convicted, not even convicted of something in a court of public opinion already paints him as guilty. And you know who plays a big part in that in just the in just public uh, perception of celebs in general, white media. White media, if white media was as equal as they claim to be, once again, they would want you and everybody to feel the exact same way. If they really want people to hate Kobe, they would want people to hate David Bowie. David Bowie passed years before Kobe did. Bowie had some shit on him. Other white celebs that are sexualized and and romanticized by these white feminists who get journalist jobs and white media outlets in general got shit on them. I can tell you right now, when Bowie passed, the only person I see badmouth that man's name was Lord Jamar. <laughs> he's not a he, he's not even a journalist. He's got his own podcast for sure, yeah. But he's a black rapper who says his opinions on things when asked his opinions on Vlad TV. Fuck Vlad, but that's what he does. He was literally the only person. And nobody gives a fuck about what Lord Jamar says. And I'm not saying that as an insult. I mean, literally, nobody gives a fuck about what Lord Jamar says. Not literally, but you know, the masses don't care. People either don't know who Lord Jamar is, or when they do find out about him, it's not based on the music, as I wish it was. It's based off of, oh, I I, I saw an interview of this guy, or I saw a clip of this guy talking shit, and a lot of people's initial reaction is, this guy is stupid, or this guy you know, is this way or that way. He's homophobic. He's this, that, and the third. And then they tune him out. Or they automatically hate him. We're not here to talk about Lord Jamar. I'm not here to tell y'all how to feel about Lord Jamar. You can feel however you want to feel. All I'm saying is he was literally the only person. I saw a bad mouth, uh, David Bowie. Black folks either didn't say shit because... They didn't know who the fuck this crackhead was <laughs> or they was being cordial about it. White folks don't, don't, don't get white media, especially doesn't do that with black folks at all. And then the simple fact of the matter is you had people literally the moment Kobe died. You had ugly ass white comedians. These that punk ass dude who is upset that he 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 builds his entire platform off being a troll 
And now I guess he's getting death threats and shit like that. From white folks, by the way. White Kobe stands. Putting out his address and finding him and, and all this other shit. Now he's afraid for his life. He put out the bad karma and now bad karma's coming back to him and now he's fucking scared. These are your white men, people. These are the white men y'all lust after, but okay. Anyways, um, it's Black History Month, so I'm going crazy. <laughs> if you thought I was wild before, woo! Yep. Um, anyways, I don't want to talk about this for so long. I, I made my point. Let's pay more attention to black outlets. Again, I'm not saying that my words today is is going to reach the masses to where people listen to this and then they finally decide we're not going to pay attention to these white outlets anymore. And I know there's going to be people saying things like, "Oh, it surrounded us and it's and and it, you know, it's hard not to pay attention to it or it's, you know, if you're on social media, you're on white media." And my response to that is there's black YouTubers who are media outlets, right? There are people, they have Twitter accounts, they have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchats, all the other social media accounts. You can use whatever platform you're on and still be able to support them. Now, if they want to go off and start their own thing, of course, I'm going to be behind that. But it's not like these black media outlets are hard to find. They're not covered, but they aren't hard to find. So enough with this excuses, right? Because that's faux blackness, not pro-blackness. Enough with the excuses as to why you cannot do something or why something cannot be done. And stop fucking with the white media. That's what I think about that. On to the last segment. Switching gears. You know what I'm saying? This this button actually pressed itself. I didn't really mean to press start now, but whatever. Switching gears. Now we're off of talking about white media and, you know, the situation behind Kobe. Uh, Once again, rest in peace to him, Gianna, and the other seven lives lost. Um, If you want to hear their names, once again, just rewind the uh, episode. I list their names at the top of the episode. Now, we're going to talk about women in cars. Yeah, women in cars, people. Who doesn't like to talk about women in cars. Who doesn't love women in cars, right? Most of all, who doesn't love comparing women to cars? Oh man, that's just the ultimate manly thing. If you don't compare a woman to a car, if you don't like women or cars, or you don't like either or, you are not a man. It's what I would say if I was a douchebag ass nigga like a lot of these men out here comparing women to cars now what do i what do i mean by this this kind of stems off of uh the topic i talked about in the previous episode 
uh, that I did a couple months back. I know in 2019 where um, it was a bunch of men making an argument that women are basically prostitutes. And how if you take a woman out on a date and then you have sex with her, it's basically the same as paying a prostitute without having to go on a date um, for sex. And basically, these niggas made the argument that women are prostitutes. All women are prostitutes. Not just the women they deal with. All women are prostitutes. Now you got the same ashy ass niggas making comments like, um, you know, would you test drive a car? Would you not test drive a car before you buy it? And what they mean by that is, uh, how are you going to get into a relationship with a woman or marry a woman without having sex with her first? Y'all niggas got ways with words, man. Uh, man, y'all, y'all really got a way with words, man. <laughs> I just want to know how niggas like that get all the girls and I don't. But either way, I'm just hating, right? Anyways, um, let's talk about it here on the Let's Talk About It podcast. Are women, should women be compared to uh, cars? Should women be valued as possessions? Should women be bought like a car? My answer to all that is absolutely not. Like, come on. In all seriousness, I'm joking around and stuff. I think it's the sugar from the Mountain Dew and chips I was eating on before. Uh, But in all seriousness, men, we, and I do include myself in the we, as in we got to do better. But we does not include me when y'all compare women to cars. We doesn't include me when I say all women are prostitutes. We doesn't include me when I think of women as solely just possessions. But we do have to do better, men, especially black men. We have to be better. We have to do better. These mindsets that we continuously have about women and then thinking women are going to change or thinking women well not thinking women are going to change but thinking our relationships are going to get better or thinking that uh this is okay (laughs) if we continue continuously to think this way and then act upon these thoughts and then think that's okay what the fuck and then you wonder why your relationships don't last or why you end up in relationships and uh drama is 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 the driving point and the basis of your relationship at the end of the day what if these women and i'm not saying all women do this but there are and there are some women who do this but what if all these women just looked at you as possession? Or for your possessions. Now again, I know that some niggas are going to be like, well, they, they always do that anyway. They just look at us for money anyway. And... Listen, just because you've never really actually got into a relationship with a woman who actually valued you as the person who actually loved you for you, who actually cared about you and not what you can provide to her monetarily or whatever service you was given to her that she didn't have to pay for, um, you know, 
just because you never experienced that does not mean that all women are like that. And I think that's what these niggas get in their fucking head is they think that the women that they have to deal with or because they continuously do something. In fact, that's how rapists become rapists, yo. I know this is totally left field, but niggas who are used to taking, taking, taking and, and, and not, not, not doing that. The opposite of just take, take, take. This is why when when people say rape is a power thing um, and not a sexual thing like, oh, I think she's sexy. I want to have sex with her. So I'm going to have sex with her. It's a power. It's more of a power uh, uh, aspect. There's more of a power aspect to it. They're absolutely right when they make that argument. And you do to make these arguments about you test drive a car before you buy into it and think you're saying something so profound and smart when you're talking about a woman you're talking about a human being at the end of the day no matter their gender you're talking about a human being at the end of the day and if we're going to be mad at human beings who once owned human beings then we got to check our own selves, especially black men, when we're talking about black women as as objects and and uh, yeah, things to own. Things you can buy. You buy cars, niggas, you don't buy women. If you get into a relationship with a woman, whether you're married or not, you do not own her. Just like you own your car. Just like you own your video game system. Just like you own your flat screen TV. Just like you own those parish uh, sneakers. These are the things that you buy. Other material things. Laptops. Phones. Microphones. These are the things that you own. Not the women that you have sex with. Now, I get it. I get the idea of you don't want to get into a relationship because no matter what people say, sex is important to a relationship. People can act like, I don't really care about the sex and stop lying. You either lying or you don't care about the sex because you trash at it. Let's keep it a buck. But um, let's not act like sex isn't an important part of relationships. I'm not arguing that as well. I'm not arguing that. I'm not saying that um, people should not prioritize, make sex a priority or want to know what the sex is going to be like before getting into a relationship with somebody. But let's not objectify somebody. Because if you wouldn't have sex with your laptop, if you wouldn't have sex with your car, if you wouldn't have sex with all these other possession things that you own don't look at your woman and I'm saying woman because the men who are talking like this talking about women so do not look at your woman that way because at the end of the day who can express their emotions your laptop or your woman 
at the end of the day, who is going to treat you the way that you want to be treated? Your laptop or your car? Who has the capability to behave and express themselves? A woman who is a human being or fucking bottle cap to your water bottle. These are people you're talking about at the end of the day, fellas. And, you know, if I could get on gold diggers and all this other trash and and I can get on y'all for making these arguments. And to the women who agree with these arguments and stuff like that, I really think you all should value yourself more than just a prized possession. Or something that can be just bought and owned and stuff. Because a lot of the women who subscribe to the idea of a man buying them and owning them. Well, they subscribe to the idea of being bought but not owned. That doesn't make any sense. You can't live a life of a possession. And then, once again, take take the aspects of the life that you deem are okay that you're okay with you're cool with but then not live the full life if you're gonna go if you're gonna live that life baby you gotta live the entire life so if you're okay with men talking to you that way thinking about you that way you're gonna have to be okay when that man says you can't do x y and z you're gonna have to be okay when that man says uh when that man says you got to fit into this box or you got to be this certain way why because he owns you he bought you right you're okay with that you have to be oh you cannot have it you cannot have things your way in a bot situation and this is not and do not take this out of context to be like oh he's 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 uh he he He's promoting slavery and slave ownership. Because no. Absolutely not. If I was, then I would agree with dudes who think this way. I'm saying do not think this way. Especially black men do not be this way toward black women. This is slavery. And then you can't really get mad at the black women this is a stupid ass comment though but you can't really get mad at the black if you're gonna think that way you can't really get mad at the black women who say black men or the black are the white men of the black community or whatever that fucking dumb ass comment is it's dumb because y'all lust over those white guys so if you if black men are the white guys that you lust over then why aren't you with the black men why are you using that as an insult to this very guys that you want That's just stupid. But as far as the fellas in this situation, man, like I don't really, I'm not okay with it. And yeah, I let people know. I let them know all the time. You cannot say that. You can't think this way. I'm letting them know right now. When you say these things, when y'all think this way, y'all need to be mindful of what you're saying. A lot of them are probably too damn stupid to understand. 
but a lot of them actually feel that way because that's how they feel about women. And at the end of the day, people, you, people are going to have negative feelings about your race, your gender, your sexuality, your religion. And I'm not saying it is okay for them to have these thoughts because it's not. These negative thoughts about you because of your difference because it's not. But if you keep allowing yourself to be, to have these people in your life, like the women who actually let these guys fuck. Like the women who actually get into a relationship. And I know people are going to be like, oh, you're on some simp shit. You on some jealous shit. You just hating and stuff. Bruh, it ain't that serious. Nah, it ain't serious at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to brag, but getting sex is not hard for me. You know, so uh, I'm not going to say anything else because I don't want to put other women in some compromising uh, positions or whatever I don't want to make it seem as though it's easy like that to, to get in their pants or whatever but I'm saying I'm not out here uh, you know stressing over pussy cause I'm not here out here pussy deprived um, all I'm saying is <clears throat> you got dudes who really think this way in long-term relationships or at least uh in relationships with women and i just think it's funny how there there are women out there i'm not saying these women per se who are in a relationship with these dudes but there are women out here saying they want guys to treat them x y and z and then you get in relationships with guys like that but this isn't about the women this is about the men who think that way who say these dumbass comments also want to just see if any of y'all niggas gonna answer this for me and not make it sound like what I said it sounds like tell me how and still no one's giving me a clear answer when I talked about the whole women and prostitution thing no one's really giving me a clear I actually had a conversation and someone actually came out and said well yeah in, in essence women are prostitutes when I brought up so you think because well, they were denying it at first of course they were denying that's what they were saying but then I just kept drilling it into them whoa this is what you're basically saying and then at the end they, they probably only agreed because they didn't want to continue to talk or they agreed because they finally saw things my way and I'm not trying to convince people to see things my way but certain things you just got to come to grips with and I think if you're going to have these misogynistic mindsets about women you're going to have to come to grips with what you're saying. And you got to say it out loud. And if that what you said out loud hurts you in any way or makes you feel a way, then you have the power to grow. You have the power to grow out of that mindset. That's the thing what I want dudes to understand is you can have this mindset and it's a totally fucked up mindset and you can grow out of it because... Um, you learn from that negative mindset about the women. But you got to admit to it first. You got to admit that the problem is there first because you keep denying it. And No, no, that's not what I meant. But then can't really explain what you meant. 
You know what I'm saying? I could talk to the sky all it's warm right now. The sky's gray as hell. I can tell the sky, hey, you gray right now. No, no, I ain't gray. I, I'm just, I'm just, uh, then what are you? You can't even tell me what you are right now, but I'm looking at you and you a gray motherfucker. Sorry. That's just what it is. So dudes, I'm looking at y'all right now and y'all some misogynistic pieces of shits right now. Black men We're being attacked And the last thing we need Is to give these motherfuckers ammo Y'all being the shitty black men That they say that we are Whether you mean to or not That's what the truth is When you make comments like Would you test drive a car Before you buy it In regards to talking to a woman And not talking about a fucking car So, that's some really shitty comments. And like I said before, I'm someone that holds people accountable for this shit. No, I don't like the mistreat. I don't like the the bashing of black men. But when I see black men do something that is bash worthy or wrong, I'm going to speak on it. This mindset that we have, fellas. And all men, but black men especially. We need to let go of this shit. Again, we doesn't necessarily mean you or me if we don't have this mindset. But I do know for a fact that just because I don't think women are fucking cars or possessions, any type of material possession, um, does not mean that I do not have work to do when it comes to me as a man and how I treat women. I'm not perfect. This is not a perfect man speaking. This is not one of these uh, relationship gurus. By the way, check out my book, Relationship Advice from a Nobody. But this is not one of these relationship gurus out here trying to paint this picture of the perfect man. This is not me on my Steve Harvey telling you all, telling women what they want to hear and telling men to fix up while cheating on a fucking wife. At the same time. This is not me doing all that. But this is me saying. Hey fellas. I see we are causing a problem. Or I see we are being problematic. And I don't want us to be that way. Because when they talk shit about us. Or when they find ammo. And say. This is why we say black men ain't shit and then point to examples like this. What 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 is your defense at that at that point? No, no, that's not what I meant. Then tell us what you meant. Because even I, someone who don't subscribe to the black men ain't shit movement, even I don't know what the fuck you mean. Even I do not find your comments about women being cars and women just being possessions in general to be defensible at all. So if I do not find it that way, what makes you think the enemy is going to find it that way? I'm an ally of black men. But what I'm not going to do as an ally, once again, is not speak out when I see us have toxic mindsets. 
The shit right here is straight up toxic. It's nothing right about saying things. If someone were to say that about your little sister, if your father were to say that about your mom, if somebody were to say that about your sister in general, your daughter, your daughter gets up to the age where it's, you know, sex is, 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 is on her mind and sex is a thing, right? And some nigga says to her, well, you know, I got to test out the car before I buy it. And then she comes back to you and says, this is what a dude said to me. I know your ass is going to overreact. So I also need niggas to do stop acting as if though one stop acting like your daughters and your and your and your female family members are your actual woman. And and when you look at them, you can you can see you can notice the 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 uh, misogyny and the sexism other men have when they mistreat when they mistreat them, but you cannot see it when you are at fault and you're mistreating someone else's sister, someone else's daughter, someone else's cousin, someone else's niece, someone else's grandbaby, someone else's uh, did I say sister? Yeah. You can't see it when you're doing that shit, but you can see it when other dudes do it. You be damn near wanting to kill the motherfuckers. Someone said that about your daughter. You want to kill the dude who say that. You want to hurt him. Because that's your queen. That's your princess. So why can you not take that approach to all black women? Why can you not look at all women as a possession? As not a possession. We got work to do, fellas. Um, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not switching tides and saying, yeah, you know what? The motherfuckers that say black men ain't shit, they're right. But when you give them emanation like this, I have no choice but to say, yo, this is a shitty thing for us black men to do. And you're just giving them ammunition. Ammunition. I keep saying ammunition because of GTA. But, um, yeah. That's that's just my thoughts on that, fellas. Let's do better. Let's all do better when it comes to how we view women, how we treat women. People get on Pac all the time. And Pac wasn't a lyric this. Pac wasn't this. Pac wasn't that. Pac told us to treat black women well, though. Pac was about uh, fighting for our women. So, if that makes Tupac corny, y'all niggas is the whack ones. Y'all niggas are the corny ones. And I don't want to associate with niggas who think treating a woman well is corny. I don't want to associate with niggas who think uh, treating women as human fucking beings is corny. Simple as that. But that's all I got to say about that situation. And that would be the end of this episode of the Let's Talk About It podcast with your host, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below per usual. Wow. Listen to five minutes, 10 minutes, the whole damn however long this episode is going to be. I appreciate it either 
Huey. Check out the links in the description box below. Of course, if you want to support this podcast, I would greatly appreciate any amount helps, of course. But I greatly appreciate if you hit that support tab. You can also hit up the link to my PayPal. That is in the description box below. Or in my Cash App name is in the description box below. Check out my other podcast, My Two Cents Podcast. You can go there, support monetarily there as well. Check out all the other links. And if you want to leave a voice message about any topic, anything you want to say, your voice can be heard on this podcast and you could be a part of the podcast. Sounds cool, right? Do it. That's for free. You can do that for free. A simple share of this episode, a simple share of the podcast, and a simple subscribe as well are other things you can do for free to show your support for the podcast. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. You matter. Happy Black History Month. And I am out. Peace.